Hello and welcome to an Oscar for Arnold. I am Sonny Denacher. And I'm Tom Price. And uh, episode seven now. We've made yes. it. Lucky number seven. We're back once again for episode seven. Uh, let's all just pretend that it's been a normal amount of time since our last podcast. Well, it's been uh, it's been a little close to a year now since our first one. And, and we've gotten seven in. Yeah. So take that as you will. Yeah. We're at, we're at, a, we're at a decent decent pace i would say yeah some people could call it a decent pace i think yeah. that's a pretty generous term for it hey as soon as people start paying us to do this we'll get those episodes out a lot more frequently <laughs> in fact that we're actually losing money per yeah. episode <laughs> yeah, we, are, the we, we are in debt yeah we are currently in debt with this but <laughs> it's worth <laughs> it for like the 20 people who listen to every episode yep that's we do it for you guys we do indeed so um, if you guys, hopefully you've all listened to the last episode, which was, uh, which celebrity is taller. That was a lot of fun. Check it out mm-hmm. if you haven't. Yeah. If, in case you guys remember, our first episode was going deeply in discussion about how we could make a film to win Oscar or Arnold and Oscar. And then we did uh, celebrities height last time. So we're, yeah, we're right on path. We've, we jumped the shark within the seven episodes that we've done. <laughs> we've, we've already jumped the shark and now it's just... nowhere near anything you could take seriously as a, as a concept. No, no. I mean, we could have, we started as like a film analysis podcast. Yes. Right. And now it's just like, this is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait till you, till we get to our main segment. Yeah. Just wait. Exactly. Um, But before we introduce that, we'll start with our opening segment, our fan favorite opening segment. Um, And this is uh, Arnold in a famous role. So, I have selected a role from our random generator. I didn't, I, I shouldn't say I selected it. it. The generator selected it for me. And the role that we are going to be imagining Arnold in today is the best actor winner of 1980, which is Robert De Niro in Raging Bull. Ooh. Now, I, I would say this is arguably actually legitimately might be Arnold's best bet for an Oscar from any existing role. I, I was legitimately going to say the same thing. He could actually do it here. Yeah, this could he actually course, be he behind it. This is yep. a, his exact type of role. It's a boxer at every stage of his life. He could do mm-hmm. that. No, Easy. absolutely. I mean, he'd be like a heavyweight, but like, it's the same thing. Uh, in fact, like, I don't think much would have to change. <laughs> No, granted, though, I really would want to see a fat Arnold for the uh, the like old man Jake LaMotta. Mm. The ideal would be if Nero, like, if, if we could have had it like the, the young parts filmed in 1980 with Arnold and then filmed the present day for old. The thing is, though, but like present day Arnold would still have to like get fat and out of shape. To no, it should be Governor scene. Governor Arnold. They should have interrupted his governor his governorship. Sorry, to, to hey, remember that movie you filmed thirty <laughs> years ago? We need you to do the the next yeah, part of this. The next part of it. Anything else that we would change? I mean, I feel like it'd be pretty straightforward. Well, I mean, again, I, the main thing for me is so again, Jake LaMotta's got a real thick accent, and yeah. he's not Austrian. <laughs> The accent has always, Arnold's accent has literally been a problem in every single role that we've put him in, unfortunately. It just, it doesn't work for anything except for the movies he's in. Yeah. Because they write for that. That's the thing. It's not like, oh, he's falling into these roles. It's like, 
they're writing roles that specifically explain or ignore his Austrian accent. Yeah, and this would have to, I guess, ignore it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I just uh, I just thought of another segue into a. a oh God, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> just take it away. <laughs> just get it over with. I, mean, I, I was basically just gonna say, like, you know, Jake Lamotta. I feel like he would have like, you know, a lot to to identify with the character. You know, being a, a, a cheating bad husband <laughs> and all that. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I no. know. He's such a great guy, too. I just I break his name. We love you, Arnold. We love you. We're rooting for you, man. We, I really we are rooting it. for you. But it's tough love, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, would he get an Oscar for this role? I think yes. I think he actually I actually think could. he could do it. I genuinely yeah. believe he could do it. Like, By the way, more... what was our last time? What was his last role? Uh, last episode. <clears throat> was he like Lincoln or something? We've done Lincoln for sure. I, 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 it's been it's been an eternity since our last episode, so I don't recall exactly what it was. <laughs> it's just, it, it, whoever's listening, let us know. Yeah, yeah, the fans will know. I'm sure they're very the, the, fa- the fans <laughs> will keep a track for us. <laughs> yeah, they, they know. <laughs> but yeah, I genuinely think he wins. But yeah, I've said it. In, I've said it in jest in the past, but I think this is the one where he truly wins an Oscar. Yeah, I mean, sure, let's do it. I, I think <laughs> why not. <laughs> Granted, though, I mean, honestly, if he, like, prepared as hard as De Niro prepared for this role, he could do it. Oh, yeah. I think he really could. <clears throat> I mean, that's a, little, that's a little mean to De Niro, but I still think he could. It is a little mean to De Niro. I mean, you know, it would be a slightly different movie, but I think it's doable for old Arnie. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, so I mean, we've achieved our goal of this podcast several times over. Yeah, many times over. We might as well end it now. Now. Let's just keep on let's pushing keep, let's through. Let's keep beating this dead horse like we have been. <laughs> On episode seven. So oh, uh, man. <laughs> with that being said, let's break into our uh, main segment of the evening. Which and is... uh, this main segment is uh, we are going to take several action stars from film history and not superheroes, mind you. We said no right. superheroes. Action stars. What is the biggest national tragedy that they could solve? That's right. Yes, uh, I know you've all been wondering this your whole lives. So we're, we're here to answer the question. <clears throat> what national tragedy, or really just tragedy in general, could these action stars solve? Yeah, no, I mean, there's international tragedies on there, too. This is not yeah. a purely American game. Yeah, we're talking all we're, kinds we're, of tragedies. We're, uh, you know, we're progressive. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, we have no idea how this is going to go. And really, it's an absurd premise right off the get-go. But I think that... And, and honestly, a kind of a controversial one. Yeah, it to some degree. And we're being so blase about like real human lives. <laughs> we had a long list of potential things to make this podcast on, and then we we, we brewed this one up in the last hour. So, <laughs> so that's the worst part is we have an actual list of I would consider very good ideas, and yeah. we consistently choose the stupidest one. Yes, and we will continue to do that for the fans. This for you guys. So, without further ado, let's dive in. I suppose, huh? Yeah, may as well. Um, so first on the list is we're going to choose uh, Bruce Willis. And honestly, we could choose a couple different of his characters, but it's it's John McClane. John McClane is our guy. He's what Bruce Willis is known for. What's the biggest he could actually prevent? Yeah, good question. So basically, the way we're I think we the best way to do this, we were discussing this before the show, but I think the best way to do this is to kind of insert the person into each of these occasions the same way they're inserted into their 
stories. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so with, when you're looking at John McClane, he's kind of the, he's there, he's there accidentally. Mm-hmm. That's his, which that's is actually kind of like a raw deal on John McClane's part. He could yeah. probably do better with prep, but he's, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get any prep. Let's look at what he's done in the movies. And based off of that, I feel like we could actually get a pretty good idea. Well, the tough part is, is that like by John, like by Die Hard 5, he's basically like invincible. So honestly, a lot of stuff could be solved via John McCain or McClane. <laughs> yeah, not but McCain. I, not, not, well, John McCain could solve other problems, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, not all of these. No. So, I mean, first, first movie, right? First, first Die Hard He's like stuck in a building and he stops some terrorists from taking over the building, which is pretty good. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's a level, significant right? thing right there. Yeah. By like the fifth one, he like survives like a nuclear apocalypse in like yeah. Russia. And he's like fighting off like hordes of armies. He's yeah. jumping out of helicopters. So like, honestly, you could probably do a lot. Well, do we want to cut him off? In, okay. Yeah. What, what do we cut him off at then? What Die Hard with a Vengeance? I guess, yeah. That's I feel like that's the logic. Just so he, d- he doesn't get too insane, yeah. Yeah, so like pre pre turn of the century, John McClane. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. That works. Okay, so, well, so then he's that was what he stopped a bunch of bombs around the city. Yeah, yeah. And then in the second one, you stop like uh, something happened at the airport. Something like that. Who's to say? So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're real diehard it. experts over here we're diehard diehard fans the thing is though i watch the first one every year i just never oh, watch the first the one is fantastic yeah exactly first one's incredible 10 out of yeah. 10 so okay so if we're going by that skill set mm-hmm. i don't want to be the one to say it but i'm going to say it i think john mcclade prevent 9-11 yeah i agree i think john mcclade <laughs> can probably prevent 9-11 if in the right circumstances you know okay I mean? assuming he's just on the plane right yeah <laughs> He's just a passenger on the plane that's going to go. And I think at the very least, he steers it away from the towers. One of them. One of them. Yeah, I think that's what he could do. That He, he couldn't prevent the whole tragedy. No, but, no, no, no. But he could yeah. keep one plane. This is so awful. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, my God. This is very bad. But he could. I think he probably could, yeah. Uh <laughs> No, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) plowing right ahead. Yeah, so that's that. I think we've settled it. John McClane could prevent 9/11. No, he could partially prevent. Yeah, he could. He could. He could diminish the casualties. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, like, he'll save half the lives at 9/11. Yeah. Well. Good for him. Good, good job. All right, <clears throat> let's move on before we uh, truly. Yeah, el- we gotta eliminate just keep on the, pushing here. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. So we got that out of the way. Let's take a look. Let's let's take a look at Sylvester Stallone's roles, shall we? We are because like uh, he's got quite a few, mm-hmm. at least you know a few pretty iconic ones, and I think each of them has like a different skill set. Yes. So I'll say like Rambo basic army badass type guy by part blood part two Mm. right or first blood part two by that Mm. point he's just killing people in the jungle couldn't care less yes and you know he stops like uh like a militant organization 
yeah. by himself, basically. Right. That's pretty and, good. Yeah. And arguably, he's probably better at that than John McClane is. Yeah, uh, he probably is. Because just what is yeah? Because John doesn't have any military training, does he? He just he's has just like, a cop. He's a cop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he's Stallone. He's a soldier in, in Rambo. Right, but you got you got to toss in the PTSD. That kind of uh, adds. Yes. No. Well, I mean, if we're go- if we're just opening it up to any of the sequels, we don't have to toss in the PTSD. No, we don't. It's only the right first. Away. It's only the first movie that it, where PTSD plays a part in anything. Then on top of that, we've got uh, Judge Dredd. Judge Red's got like host of cool like gadgets on his gun, and he like you know he like stops a bunch of like crimes in this giant building, beats mm. the crap out of people, kind of like a evil guy, but he's the hero in the story. Right, he's probably he's a very powerful um, version of Stallone. And then I uh, I tossed in Rocky as well because in Rocky Four he does end the Cold War. Yes, this that is worth noting. That is worth noting. So I mean, that's arguably better than what most of these people are going to be able to do. Yeah. So right off the bat, Rocky ends the Cold War. Mm-hmm. So that's that. that's his bar. His bar yeah. is ending the Cold War, bringing about the fall of communism in in Russia. Let's just say hypothetically, yeah, that uh, you know. He, he moved those talents down to Cuba, another boxing match. Ah. And he's third um, Fidel Castro to such a level with his speech at the end that he solved it there, too. Wow, that would be interesting. I think yeah. he could do that if there was a, a hypothetical exhibition boxing match in Cuba. Yeah, maybe he could unite the Americans with the Cubans and end the uh, embargo. Because honestly, at this point, it's been proven that Rocky can... Uh, basically solve all major geopolitical crises if he's put in an exhibition boxing match yes. in the home country of the crisis. That's right. So he could probably resolve the North Korea conflict too. Oh, easily, easily. That's like right up his alley. Oh my God. It's true. He goes there, he fights some North Korean boxer. He wins, gives the speech, Kim Jong-un standing ovation, mm-hmm. North Korea changes for the better. You'll love to see it. That's hypothetically the world that Rocky Four ends us with. Perfect. That's okay. what he's capable of. So that's Rocky. Rocky is mm-hmm. focusing on geopolitical conflict. <laughs> that's, his, <laughs> that's his specialty, right? The great diplomat, Rocky yeah. Balboa. Great diplomat. Um, Rambo, I think he could, he could, he could certainly, you know, prevent like the JFK assassination. That's, I think that's like level one. If yeah. you have any idea of what's happening on the day, you can stop it. You can stop that pretty easily. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think I could stop. I'm not yeah. saying I would, but like, well, no, I would. I would if I was in this situation. <laughs> wow, Don't get me wrong. I take right there. You're not saying I'm you... pro JFK and I'm not afraid okay. to admit it. All right. Whatever you say. But like, if I'm there on the day and I know it's going to happen, I feel like I can stop it. Yeah. No, I think so, it's just, so. you know, he's just the one guy on the hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's All true. Right, okay. Yeah. But I, I think Rambo, if he was in the Bay of Pigs operation, could have killed Fidel Castro. Yeah, he may have he may have fixed up the Bay of Pigs. I could see that. Yeah, no, I think he could do it. I mean, Rambo's unstoppable, and mm-hmm. you know we were stopped <laughs> during the yeah. operation. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all right. So yeah, that, I think that that's probably Rambo's Rambo's ideal, comfortable. I don't even know if you can really call it a tragedy, but yeah, tragedy that he solved. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Pretty solid stuff. Judge Dredd, what do you think? He could do a lot. Judge Dredd's <laughs> like insane. 
Judge Dredd would like he could take over like a country. I, well, maybe not a country. <laughs> he could take over like a city. Okay, that's pretty. So assuming, I don't know. It's tough to see like a national tragedy that he could benefit heavily from because, mm-hmm. like, I don't think his skill set necessarily like does a lot for those no. sorts of things. Right. Um, but I think he could basically do any of the things that were uh, previously done by other heroes. He could do all the stuff McLean did. Mm-hmm. Could do all the stuff Rambo did. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, win other battles or wars throughout time in history. Yeah, I think he could. Who's to say? Who's to say? He could probably turn the tide of any major war, <laughs> any major conflict. What, so what? Like we send him to Vietnam and he wins. Yeah, maybe he could have. Maybe he could have. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. he wins Vietnam. Maybe he wins Vietnam. Rambo couldn't that. do that. No, probably couldn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he in literally, movie, canonically, literally he's a Vietnam that he didn't. He didn't stole Vietnam. It's true. It's true. But if you took Rambo from the later Rambo movies and put him back into Vietnam, he could probably solve it. <laughs> no, that. by Rambo three, he he wins Vietnam by himself. Yeah, exactly. So okay, all right. So that's that's a pretty good rundown of Stallone. Uh, let's move on to Liam Neeson. Starting with so Liam, yeah, starting with the dad from Taken. I think that's our a good starting point right there, right? All right, dad from Taken. I mean, again, JFK got it. Yeah, without a doubt. Nine Eleven, probably one plane. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? The dad from Taken would be perfect for what? The Iran hostage crisis. Oh my God, he's he's built for that. He's built that's for that. Exactly that's the ideal. Set. That's the ideal thing for the dad from taking. He could he could save everybody. Yes. No question, without a doubt. Uh, oh that, yeah. yeah, no, I no that, questions that, asked. That's, that's exactly that's exactly what. Yeah, it, basically, if you have a hostage, send in the dad from taking. Yes, what I mean, he's for. like he, that's his particular set of skills. Yeah, exactly. By chance, you just you just drop him in Iran. He's got it. He does. You actually you don't even need to help him. He flew no. to Paris for that last one. Right? Yeah, the first one. It's true. He could resolve the whole thing by himself. No, not even extra. a problem. It's yeah. Let's just all it needs to be is his daughter is one of the hostages. Yes, exactly. If his daughter was one of the hostages, Jimmy Carter, don't even worry, man. Don't even <laughs> worry because <laughs> he's got he this. Is a two-term Jimmy right there. Yeah, that's two-term Jimmy right there. <laughs> we can discuss how this would change history in another episode, but uh, I think that's the perfect <laughs> crisis. <laughs> the episode, yeah, the the cinematic universe in which we have Liam Neeson at the the Iran uh, hostage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh okay and then what other Liam Neeson characters do we have outside of well uh, we have one... one more written down I wrote down Go one ahead, more Sonny. which is Oscar Schindler <laughs> now <laughs> uh yeah what do you think Oscar Schindler could prevent I think Oscar Schindler showed us what he could do which was save some Jewish lives in the Holocaust yeah I think that's about it and they made a good point in the movie that he's like bad at business and like most things that weren't doing exactly saving, what he did. saving jewish lives he's, he's very he's very charismatic though i think he could like you know send him in as a what? negotiator or something like that what is he negotiating for <laughs> he, he could negotiate uh he could he could he could rule i don't know <laughs> i think i think his role is he could save lives in any mass genocide of people okay all right. Well, that's pretty good. We'll leave it at that without getting any darker on the topic, on the topic at hand. We want to have a repeat of the John McClane thing. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> All right. Who we got next? 
Um, we got uh, Keanu Reeves, and he's got three main roles. The okay. guy from Speed, who stops the, the speeding bus with the bomb. Mm-hmm. Neo from The Matrix, and John Wick. Yeah. Okay, so the guy from Speed, who stops the bomb on that bus. I hate yeah, to say I, it, but he's that, like, if you had him on the other plane in 9-11, problem solved. <laughs> so so our, our canonical Oscar for Arnold solution for 9-11 is put yeah. McLean in one plane yes, and then the guy from Speed in the other. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need. And then it's a zero death day. Well, I mean, well, yeah. no, there's still the Pentagon and, and yeah, but everything it's a else zero will... death day in New York city. Yes, precisely. Well, I mean, honestly, I think that's you about as well. You're yeah. I mean, good. I feel like that's what he's known for. Literally. Like he's probably even more cut out for this than John McClane was. So if anything, he's, he's your priority. Number one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've probably so moved with Neo. Yeah, continue. Do we give him all the powers? Yeah, we'll so give him like, the powers. Assuming, so he's like Matrix Neo, yeah? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Then he solves everything. Everything, yeah. Basically, well, I mean, yeah, no, I think he could basically solve everything. <clears throat> or at least save most lives, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. He could probably put a stop to any tragedy going on. Like, <laughs> well, could he, like could he stop like the nuking of Japan when he truly believes? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> what he cannot solve, ironically enough, would be the uh, <laughs> the American opioid crisis. Yes, this is true. This is true. He's a red pill, blue pill man. Yeah, he, he can't be doing it. that. He would, incur- he would he would work for big pharma. <laughs> Good lord. We've determined the limits of Neo. Uh what is it? What is this third one? Oh, oh, John Wick. Yeah. Um, John Wick. John Wick could probably I think John also, Wick could, could basically do a lot. He could do a lot. I mean, he would be good in the Bay of Pigs. Mm-hmm. Um JFK. Honestly, here's a question. Here's a question. Do you think John Wick could prevent Pearl Harbor? Uh no, I don't think he could. No. I don't think mm-hmm. he could. Because you really, you would need to have a knowledge of aircraft to, to solve that problem. Did he and not he fly a plane in one of those movies? No, I don't think he's ever flown a plane. Oh, well, because then that's a limit for, for John yeah. Wick. He's, he's, he's a very ground, ground-based fighter. I mean, I think, I think he could, like, hypothetically liberate a, uh, a concentration camp. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure he could. Let's just leave it at that and move on. <laughs> I hope that no one listens to this episode. <laughs> this is gonna be. I don't know why we chose this as a concept. This oh, is a bad idea. In retrospect, it's horrible. But let's keep going. Yep, may as may as well, may as well keep it going. Um, okay, so let's start with Harrison Ford with Indiana Jones. Indiana could, Jones could do a, quite a lot of... Do, okay, depends. Is there any kind of supernatural stuff happening at any of these national tragedies? Well, in real life, no. But if we want to like, <laughs> if we want to add a, yeah, like a supernatural element to a tragedy, just to offend more people, we certainly could. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, look, he beat the Nazis in the first one. He did. Yeah, but that was like a, a small force of the Nazis. Could he bring down the entirety of Nazi Germany? 
No, probably not. Because he also thrives. He thrives in these certain settings, like, you know, like the jungle. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I, I get all of these situations really only work if there's like a, an artifact for him to, to take. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so what could he really, yeah. What artifact could he, could he grab? I don't know. He could, he could, he could hypothetically preserve one really valuable item for King Katrina. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, just yeah. one. <laughs> just one item. I would love to see an Indiana Jones movie where he's in Hurricane Katrina. (laughs) (laughs) What would he do? And he's just going around. (laughs) He's bypassing all the people. He's looking for the one gold bar that's in Louisiana. I would watch that movie a thousand times over. And then you could do like a voodoo thing. And that's where the magic element comes Ah, there we go. There we go. He's using his whip against the storm. He's cracking it at the clouds. <laughs> oh, man. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess that's that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a, there's a, there's some kind of thing that he could, that he's perfect for that we're just not thinking of. I really think it's that it's saving one valuable one thing valuable from thing anything from that's happening. Katrina. Yeah. Okay, let's say he goes the, through the Bay of Pigs. He's not going to kill. Oh, actually, Adele. you know what? Because the jungle, he would probably do great in Vietnam. Oh yeah, probably. You know what I mean? He probably. <laughs> I guess he would do really well in Vietnam. Yeah. I don't the know. question is, like, his purpose in every movie is to get a thing, right? Right. So I feel like if you're sending him to Vietnam, you have to send him at least under like the false pretenses that there's something he needs to get. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's something there that he could get. Well, think about it, think about it. Like the second or the third Indiana Jones, like takes place during World War II. Right. And like the first one takes place at the very early stages of the war in the 30s, right? Yeah, right. Didn't see Indian list. He was just teaching. Yeah, it's true. So I don't know how strong a uh, patriotic streak he's got in him. Yeah, it's a good point. He, he's really, he's, he's just, he's a, he's a museum advocate more than anything. Yeah, so I mean, like, if the, the British Museum tasks him to do something, he's there. He's there, yeah. All right, well, I think we've nailed it with him. <laughs> him and Katrina, send him into Katrina, he'll be fine. <laughs> to get his one thing and leave? Um, All right. What about, what about Jack Ryan? Let's do Jack Ryan. Um, Jack Ryan could actually do quite a bit yeah because he works Jack for Ryan's CIA, proven this yeah right? proven yeah. this time and time again so he's a CIA operative uh he could pretty much prevent he could prevent the nuking of of Japan mm, 100 percent 100 percent that's yeah. right up his wheelhouse that's that's probably the perfect thing for him that'd be impressive but he he would do it especially because he'd be tasked with a he'd mission do it. right well I mean also if you look at like this isn't Harrison Ford but uh, the Hunt for Red October. Mm. Have you seen that movie? No. Ah, uh, right. So that in that one, it's, it's it is Jack Ryan, but it's Alec Baldwin plays Jack Ryan. Right. Um, but he it's basically he's preventing nuclear war. Okay, so then this is easy so, peasy. Yeah. So Jack Ryan. All in a day's work for Jack Ryan. Basically, yeah. Is that our biggest one? Would that be considered? No, I mean, I guess Neo. Well, yeah, because everything Neo but the opioid crisis. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That was his ultimate. Ultimate downfall is the opioid crisis. 
Um, and then <laughs> what about, okay, well, another good question here is what if uh, the president, Harrison Ford's role, the president from Air Force One. From Air Force One. Now that could li- literally with ease prevent the uh, nuclear attack. Oh yeah, because that's like, he doesn't even have to think twice. He's just, I'm not right. going to do it. That's almost the president. Too easy for him. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, he might have the best bet at preventing America's opioid epidemic <laughs> when you think about it with policy. <laughs> with policy. <laughs> if he, like, with the foresight of it about to happen, he would be great. Yes, without a doubt. So, I mean, honestly, good for him, though. That's a big one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I would say that's his problem. He's the first one to conquer that issue. Yeah, well, good. So then. That's another that's another one off our back. Yeah, pretty much. All right. What's next? Uh, I'm thinking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Uh, so which character would you like to start with? Well, the two ones that are just like, you know, that we wrote down at least were Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossibles mm-hmm. and Edge of Tomorrow. Right. So let's start with Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt, basically, he's tasked with a mission. So whatever yeah. he's going to do, he's got to do it like someone's telling him to do it, right? Right. And then on top of that, he's done some basically insane thing. I think he could prevent the nuking of Japan. Yeah, I can see that. He could probably succeed in the Bay of Pigs. Mm-hmm. Kill Fidel. If he had the prior intel, right. as it were a mission, he could prevent 9-11. Yes, I think if he if he knew if he had like if you give him like a week's time too. Yeah, no, easy, easy peasy, easy. Um, so I mean, honestly, anything where you just like if he's just given the mission to do it and it's like a straightforward task, he's got it locked. Yes, exactly. He couldn't he couldn't like you know prevent the Holocaust or anything like that, but he could certainly no, solve no, like particular mission things. Specific missions, exactly. Yeah. And then for Edge of Tomorrow, his character. Assuming we're giving him the he's every day he dies, he wakes up and goes again, right? Yeah, that's an interesting thing to consider. Because I mean, that would be the only reason to put him on the list is if he gets whatever the alien blood on him. So what 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 would that help him in? Basically every situation. I think he could just if he just died and tried again over and over and over, I think he could prevent basically everything. Yes, I think you're probably right. Except maybe the America's opioid epidemic. Yeah, I don't I mean like because like dying That's doesn't help tough. you in that. Yeah. Again, it's also one of it's like years and years of effort you would have to <clears throat> yes. put into the community. Precisely. Precisely. So that one just is just not doable. No, no. And but then even much if he dies else. and he wakes up again, I don't know if that's <laughs> something you can keep going working at. You know? I would that's want to personally. Yeah, tough that, on your that takes a toll. Your morale. Well, that takes a yeah. toll for sure. Yeah. <laughs> years of failed efforts. That that's yeah. gonna that's gonna that's hurt devastating. Him. That's devastating. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, let's move on to James Bond. Huh? I think James Bond's basically got the same uh, skill set as Ethan Hunt, give yeah, or take. For the most part. Um, you know, you give him any mission. Maybe Daniel Craig's a little better at like punching and kicking and stuff. But mm-hmm. like Sean Connery's up there. He could do a lot. Pierce Brosnan, arguably the most effective Bond. His missions were so insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He was like riding like tidal waves and avalanches and mm-hmm. kite surfing. Guy was insane. Yeah. So once again, I would say probably everything. I would say all of the small sort of like mission based things he could do. What if I mean? Imagine if just one day it's like, okay, 007, you must prevent the American opioid crisis. 
<laughs> Q's got like six gadgets for you. Good luck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, what would the gadgets be, though? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Just um, like here's access to uh, healthcare that doesn't rely on pharmaceuticals. <laughs> you can give this to two people. <laughs> two people. Yeah. All right. That's James Bond for you, I would say. Yeah. And finally, and then, let's let's move on to Arnold, I would say, right? Yeah, last but not least, by any means. He's got uh, the guy from Commando. The guy from the guy Commando. Predator, Terminator. <laughs> let's start with Commando. I think well, Commando, I mean, Command- Commando like, and Predator is like almost the exact same character. Yeah, just beefed up, OP as hell, uh, you know, army dude. I think he's just like arguably a more beefed out Rambo. Yeah, because Commando much. he kills like three hundred people in that movie by himself. Yeah, and then Predator he kills the Predator, which is I mean that's the biggest win you can have. Yeah, he like he hunts the hunter. Yeah, exactly. So what could he prevent? I mean, again, I think there's just kind of a limit on some of these characters where they can only do so much. Yeah, I mean they're only men. He could win day. Vietnam. Really. <laughs> Maybe after after maybe. you just said there was a limit. Yeah, I mean I respect that. <laughs> the limit is winning Vietnam. Yeah, and you're like there's a limit on what one man can do. However, he could win Vietnam single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Look, man, if he could kill the predator, he could do a lot. That's all it's I'm true. gonna say. It's true. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think that kind of stuff is right up his alley. But Terminator, Terminator could do a bunch. I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> Go ahead. I think Terminator could prevent the opioid crisis in America. Really? <laughs> yes. And, and how, how do you think that goes down? I don't know, but I, th- I think he's got the skill set for it. I couldn't tell you set. why. I think the Terminator skill set would be murdering everyone addicted to opioids, <laughs> unfortunately. Just, yeah, but... That's the only way, right? I, I mean, if that's how the Terminator solves the mission, well, then also he has the benefit of being able to be sent back in time. Oh, that's so interesting. Honestly, if it's oh, ter- there we go. Yeah. If it's a Terminator movie, he goes back in time, kills the guy that invents OxyContin before he invents it. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but what if, like, the guy who invented OxyContin, he has, like, a uh, a mom who is protecting him? <laughs> And then he has to fight. He has to fight. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to go back. Well, then maybe it's proven that in the future, that actually it's important that he survives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, again, hypothetically speaking, that's right up his wheelhouse. He can yes. Do that. Right. Yeah. He should be fine with that. <clears throat> <laughs> I think honestly, also, if you dropped him in like the rape of Nanking problem oh it's, it's over in a day yeah they're not gonna like that's that's it. It, it like all of the soldiers leave yeah you can't beat him like that's just yeah i mean you can't that's the thing is like, it like no man is gonna beat him yeah as long as sarah connor isn't there he's fine easy win easy, easy win. win well i mean <laughs> i think we've got we really narrowed down <laughs> we accomplished something today i don't know what exactly we accomplished but we did we, we did something yeah, I think, no, I mean, well, like, this is just one of those things where it's like, if we run for public office, this episode this will be comes, Yes, this comes back for us. I think the one thing we did accomplish was we alienated our fan base more so than ever before. <laughs> so that's, that's a great accomplishment. Oh, so, yeah, this is just a, 
an automatic apology from both of us. This yeah. is there's one I want this to reflect on we're our character. Preemptively, yeah, preemptively apologize. Even though we're choosing to publish this, we're gonna say now. <laughs> we're gonna say now. Sorry if we offended anyone. Uh, Our intention was just to entertain. Yeah, this is not entertain. something to be taken seriously, and we do we we do respect these tragedies themselves. Yes. Rest rest in peace to the many lives lost in all these tragedies. Well, that should be our show. I think. <laughs> uh, on that great note, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say. We'll come. Listen, There's guys, no we'll, way to end this. There's no way. We'll do another episode soon. If you hated this episode, we'll come back for a better one down the line. Yeah. And if you loved it, then let us know. Yep. Ah, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, my name is Sunny Denacher. You can follow me on Twitter at Swanky Sunny. Yeah, and my name is Tom Price, and you can follow me at Thomas underscore Price 22. Uh, and Oscar for Arnold is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Join us for future episodes where we'll discuss Arnold and other film-related things. See you next time. We'll be back. But will the fans? <laughs> That's the question. I, I don't think so. This I is don't a think so, career no. killer episode. Yes, it is. All right. Well, we got it done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do we even publish this? I, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs>